This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 291 with Craig Coppola. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, we're going to look at how disruption provides enormous opportunities in commercial real estate. My guest in this episode is Craig Coppola. Craig is the highest producing office broker in Lee and Associates' 39-year history. He is one of the eight founding principals of Lee and Associates, Arizona, and one of Arizona's most accomplished real estate professionals with three decades of leasing and sales experience. Within Lee and Associates, Craig Coppola and Andrew Cheney are the two principals who led the Coppola Cheney Group. The Coppola Cheney Group is the number one office leasing and sales team in Lee and Associates history. With over 30 years of experience and 3,600 transactions, the Coppola Cheney Group provides a higher level of brokerage skills, market knowledge, and the ability to negotiate their clients' transactions. Craig has earned the top three industry designations, CCIM, SIOR, and CRE. Less than 33 people worldwide hold all three designations. Craig is one of only 17 professionals in Arizona who hold both their CCIM and SIOR designations. Craig is a very successful businessman that also invests in a lot of other businesses, including a ton of tech startups, and I'm very, very excited to talk to him about that as well. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at cashflowninja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja to 44222. I'm publishing weekly and daily videos on YouTube. You can check out all of my videos at youtube.com forward slash cashflow ninja. Please subscribe to my channel to get updates when I post these videos. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint, followed by institutional investors. And if you are an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions, at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of our lives in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies and includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You'll learn how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies, how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound 
investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Their simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Get your free copy of the ultimate guide to passive real estate investing at noradarealestate.com forward slash guide. Craig, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Excited to be a ninja. Yeah, ab- absolutely. We're we're inside the dojo. Happy to have you in here. Um, now, before we get started, Greg, uh, can you please share a little bit about um, your background and your journey with my listeners? You bet. I, I grew up in a family of six kids, and I'm really the black sheep of the family. Both of my parents were school teachers, and uh, I decided early on in life that I didn't want that. I wanted to be an entrepreneur, and uh, after I got I, I had the opportunity to play professional baseball. And when I got released, I took my first job in commercial real estate uh, as an employee. And I said, boy, I have to get out of this. And within 24 months, I was a, a broker and I've been a broker ever since. So that's 34 years, which has allowed me the opportunity then to expand into lots of other businesses and buying commercial real estate and other real estate. And so that's been a great a great journey for me coming from a family that was, you know, a school teacher union family. And, and so I have really been the outsider in my own family for the last 34 years. No, it's very, very interesting with your sports background and playing professional sports at that high level. And I see that there's a lot of folks uh, coming from that, that side and I play competitive rugby as well. So then going into uh, entrepreneurship and sales, uh, they 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 embrace the challenge. What were some of the things that you learned during your career there that uh, that you could take with you into business and entrepreneurship? I, I love that we we only I'll tell you one thing we only hire uh, athletes uh, and and I have a daughter who today is a is an all American beach volleyball player at uh, LSU at Louisiana State University. And I was just looking, as you said that, I was just looking because I texted her last weekend. She had a rough weekend and uh, I was just sending her some lessons that I learned. You know, one of the lessons that, that we learn is we, we, we learn that we lose and then we right. have to get back up and, w- and go at it again. And so I think one of the big foundational things that you want everybody to learn, and we're going we're gonna to talk about this and, and the core principles, my number three principle is be in the game every single day. And, uh, if you're not in the game, you got to get in it. So I, here's a lesson I, I said to her, every damn point matters. Um, and so, and you have to win. They're not going to lose when you're playing at championship levels. So what happens in average people, they get out there, they think they can show up and they're going to win. And the reality is you might be able to do that, show up early in your career, but as you get more and more refined and you really want to be an expert at what you do, it's as Bruce Lee said, I fear not the person who's done 10,000 kicks. I feel the fear the person who has done the same kick 10,000 times. And so learning to be in the game every single day and learning your craft is something that I would highly recommend. And I'm teaching my own daughter right now as we speak. 
That's uh, that's quite amazing, and I was just thinking about when you mentioned about Croft because my dad is a is a pretty uh, well known martial artist too, and one of the things I talk about too is uh, that had a profound impact on me as a young man was just seeing uh, the daily pursuit of excellence in his craft. He's seventy years old right now. He still trains two to three hours a day, uh, just every day to get to get better. Um, so I, that definitely resonated with me. And the other thing I think that you really hit the nail on the head when it comes to sports is when you lose and you do, there's no, there's no lying down. You know, you've got to get up and get ready to play next weekend, right? So you could have the biggest, uh, the biggest uh, defeat or disappointment that you had um, this one weekend, but next weekend you've got to strap the boots on or what, whatever, whatever you dress yourself up on and, and take the field again um, and, and get ready to show up. Well, I think, yeah, what we say is, hey, we're either winning or we're learning. And right. I better damn well know what I'm learning. And so it's one thing to go out there and get your butt kicked. But if you don't take the lesson from that and go, hey, what I, I've got a, in one of my books that I wrote, I tell this incredible story. I, I'm on one of the first buildings I was trying to buy. Um, and I, and I, I thought I had it. And it was owned by this group out of Utah. I thought I had the building. I, at the, in those days, you faxed. I faxed it in my my offer and I get the call the next day and I find I didn't get the building. Uh, four or five years later, I'm talking to this guy who ended up buying the building and I'm saying, you know, I never told you this, but I was the finalist for that building that you acquired. He goes, I knew that. I go, how did you know that? He says, well, when your fax came in, I was sitting at the guy's desk and I raised your offer a hundred thousand and bought it. And I learned, wow. I'm like, there's the lesson, right? Right. If you're, I got my butt kicked, but I learned the lesson four years later going, I have to be in the room with the seller and understand who the competitors are and exactly what my relationship is. And so, uh, you know, you learn these and they come at you every single day. And so I, we have our young guys every day we write down, what did you learn today? And it may be, look, I learned that I can't wear brown socks or, you know, whatever it is, it could be simple or it could be profound, like something I just shared with you. But every single day we either are winning or we're learning. And if we're winning, we're still learning too. So we have to continually learn every single moment. So true. Now you find yourself in the commercial uh, real estate arena. Uh, what is the current state of uh, commercial real estate uh, in the United States? Well, you know, we 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 took a and the analogy I use in 2008, uh, we had the Great Recession, which you know, real estate is a cyclical business, and so in 2008 we had this Great Recession. And looking back, I told everybody, look, uh, we every one of me and every one of my clients thought it was a three foot ditch that we were jumping over, and we got in midair and we realized it was an eight foot ditch, and so. We're flying through the air and understanding it wasn't. So today, the market's great. Uh, it's very good for everybody. We're now probably in the seventh inning in what in my marketplace. So we've got a couple more innings to go, but we've recovered. Uh, we've got diversification. There's great jobs. There's manufacturing coming back to the U.S. So I think in general, uh, if you look across the board, it's been great. There are some sub-markets that have done better. I don't do this, but the multifamily cycle has been crazy. If you're buying multifamily properties right now, it's insane. And it has been for the last 10 years. Uh, I'm in the office sector, although I do acquire outside of my 
need and and we look at industrial and everything with the exception of retail has done really well retail as you know is going through a huge disruption with with the internet and amazon and everybody else buying so they're having to reinvent themselves they'll figure it out and they are right now but every other segment of the market's doing great so it's a good time to be in the business and i tell people it's a great time to be in the business if you've been doing it for 34 years so the lesson of being in the game every day I want to add to that my number three and say for decades, right? Right. Right. It's just like your lesson with your father. He's still perfecting his craft. And I saw some, some 75 year old man. There's a, there's a movie out. He makes sushi and he says, all I'm trying to do is perfect my craft. And he's just making the sushi. Here he has been making it for 60 years or something and he's still learning. So that's a great lesson for everybody. No, ab- absolutely. And now you've touched a little bit on on the commercial real estate and gave us a little bit of an overview and you find yourself in the office sector. You'd mentioned e-commerce is disrupting big time on the retail side of this. What are some of the other threats that, you, that you've identified and see there on a daily basis to commercial uh, real estate? And um, also, uh, what, what are some of the, the threats specifically in, in the office sector for real estate, commercial real estate? Great, great question. So if you're not disrupting your business today, somebody else is. And so it's not just, I mean, the, the ones that hit you in the face or Amazon takes the place of, you know, shopping. And now you have to have a shopping experience. In what I do uh, there's lots of different things that have happened. Mobile workforce is a big change in the use of office space. So we're seeing now lots of people build open offices and they're saying, hey, why don't you, instead of having a desk and a cube, we're going to put you in benching. And when you come in, you can sit wherever you want and you're going to be mobile or work remote two to three days a week, which allows them to take half the space that they were taking, which means that we need half the office space which means that and the, and the, and the app, actual office space is designed differently. Every single segment is like this. If you were to go into industrial, on the industrial side, if you're in the warehouse business today, they're doing 36-foot clear heights, where if you owned a building 15 years ago, the clear height might have been 16 feet. Well, that's functionally obsolete. Um, so every single segment's having a change like this. I'll give you one big one that that uh, people don't recognize, but it's going to happen is this autonomous cars, which are coming and autonomous trucks, which are coming and they're coming very rapidly is going to change the dynamics of all office space and industrial space. Why is that? Well, people aren't going to drive to work. And so they're going to either Uber or they'll take an autonomous car or some kind of autonomous bus to work. So all these parking spaces that we're building now. So if you build an office building, you build four parking spaces per every thousand square feet. Well, that may go to one per thousand. And so because you're not going to park your car there and have it all day, you're going to Uber, get dropped off. The, the loading zones are going to change. All that kind of happens. So I, in fact, if you, if you want readers, we can give, uh, I have an autonomous car report that I send out. I do a couple of uh, weekly, I do a narrative and then I have a blog. Uh, but on my narrative, we did a special report on retail disruption, and we did a special report on how autonomous cars are going to change the industry and commercial real estate. If they're interested, I'm happy if you want to put um, put my email on your uh, when you post this, and they can send it to me, and I'm happy to send it out to them. 
Oh, thank you so much. I, I definitely will do that. That's very, very interesting because, um, yeah, just the autonomous cars, you f- I figured how Uber disrupted uh, the way that we could, you know, commute and uh, use cars and the taxi industry. And now you have autom- autonomous cars coming in that could potentially disrupt it because you're not or will disrupt it because you don't need uh, Uber, Uber anymore and Uber drivers. Right. So if, if you think about that, in really dense areas, New York, Chicago, uh, and downtown L.A., all of those parking garages that are, you know, clogging up the roads today, 15 years from today, you simply don't enjoy that experience. And so today, like I was in Los Angeles last weekend for the weekend, we didn't rent a car. We, we just took Ubers whenever we needed it. So instead of paying 30 or 40 dollars a night at the hotel for their garage for my car i didn't need it so i saved it i saved money on the car i saved money and so that garage that's being used today for the hotel is going to be obsolete so what's going to happen with that garage how's that going to change what's is it just going to sit there we're going to have dust or is somebody going to be able to figure figure out the use for that so there's for every disruption as you said there's a for every threat there's an opportunity so as these people start figuring out this is going to be a huge change, other uses will come in. You're listening to Craig Coppola on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back off to a word from our sponsor. MC Lobsher is the host of the top-rated business and investing podcast, Cashflow Ninja, and also the president of Producers Wealth. Producers Wealth assists people in creating, protecting, and perpetually multiplying wealth in any economy through creating processes that help them increase their production, provide them with liquidity, passive income generators, and opportunities for enormous growth. Learn more about their time-tested and proven systems at yourownbankingsystem.com. You're listening to Craig Coppola on the Cashflow Ninja podcast, and now back to our interview. What industries are you seeing right now are, uh, are growing in the commercial real estate space, for instance, with, with office space and maybe touch a little bit on, on retail as well? Um, and uh, what other opportunities are you seeing? Obviously, there's some jobs coming back and some capital back in the country. Um, if you could touch on that too and, and share how that's impacting uh, the environment. Sure. So, so uses today, and this is, I'm also, you know, part of my business, I'm in the commercial real estate business, but I, for 20 years, I've been an investor in startup companies. Okay. So as an angel investor. And so uh, today in the last year, I've done five or six investments in startup companies in the tech sector uh, because that's huge, right? So we do a lot of leasing. Most of the leasing here in Arizona that we've done has been to tech companies. And these aren't 2001 tech companies where they were just you know, a napkin and somebody had an idea. These are legitimate companies. So this cycle, the tech industry and the investments that have occurred are with real products. I'll give you an example of one that I'm an investor. I was the first outside investor and it's a company called Bravo, uh, Bravo Tipper Pay. They were on Shark Tank about two months ago and, and Lori and Mark Cuban became our partners. But this is a an app that allows you, if you go to... Um, uh, a restaurant and you're going to, and you park your car and then you have a valet that brings it to you and you don't have any cash. You just simply, uh, it's like Venmo where you sh- ship the money to them, but it's based on GPS. And so the locale makes sense for you. So you can look up, Oh, here's your valet. Oh, it's Jimmy. And, and you just send money to him. But that, that type of tech company, we're seeing all 
kinds of them. I just invested in a blockchain company. That's the kind of hot thing, but I was in it six months ago. I'm I'm now investing in the Arizona Founders Fund, which has got six other companies. All of these tech companies are incubator space kind of companies, but the ones that land will be the future office space users. So we're seeing lots of tech, lots of changes in the design. In our in our industrial market, we're seeing manufacturing for the first time ever come back to the States. Um, and so we're seeing, because technology now is changing so rapidly, um, you can't, in the old days, you could go place your order and four months later, it'd come on a cargo ship from China. Well, today the market wants and demands the products quicker. The, the changes in these designs of these robots and everything are happening much quicker. And so the the technology is coming back to the U.S. and we're seeing manufacturing come back for the first time, which is really kind of the best jobs you can have in the U.S., manufacturing jobs. And then we're seeing huge distribution. <laughs> uh, Arizona, I, I just read an article, Arizona, Amazon is our largest in, industrial user. They have 6 million square feet of warehouse in Arizona. And wow. these are all fully robotic you know, where you buy your book or you buy your ceiling fan or whatever you buy from Amazon and it's the robot goes and picks it up and then it ships out. It's crazy. They're building one million square foot buildings and Amazon's leasing it. So think about it, that's 27 football fields under roof and it's all warehouse. And Amazon has six of those in Phoenix because they distribute into Southern California from here. Right, and so you're seeing all sorts of this this kind of change happen, and so it's a it's a crazy time to be in the in the business and in the business world. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely, very very exciting times a- ahead. Um, now, Craig, um, what is some of your core? You mentioned that you've invested in startup companies and in real estate. You've been very very active in this space. What is your core investment philosophy when you look at opportunities? And is there a checklist that you draw upon when considering opportunities before making decisions? Great questions. Uh, so I have two. Yes, the answer, short answer is yes on both. So if I'm investing in startup companies, I have a checklist that's different than I invest in real estate. So let me just take the real estate real quick because it's easy. On the real estate side, I invest where there's, there's three kinds of deals. Now, I'm in the business every day, so I'm, I'm there in the game. So I, I look for opportunities, right? There's the market deal, there's the above market deal, and then there's the crazy deal. I look for the crazy deal because I'm in it. So I see hundreds of deals a month, so I can just pass on those. And it's very hard for people that are not in the game every day to kind of see that. They're just seeing the same old deals. So number one, I look at the kind of crazy off-market deals. Number two, I look at deals where I can add value myself and for your listeners. That adding value can be sweat equity, right? You can go in and fix your property up. You can, I, in my case, because I lease for a living, I can lease uh, projects that aren't leasable because I understand the marketplace and I understand where tenants come from. So that's what I do on my real estate side. I buy transactions that are really off-market transactions or transactions that I can add value. On the technology or on the startup company side, similar, similar um, attributes. One of them though, so if I can add value, so like one of my companies I invested in is a company called Forward Tilt and we're a furniture company. 
and we're killing it. So if they go online and just go forwardtilt.com, you won't see my name on it, but I'm an owner of that company. And what I do is because we're selling commercial furniture to tenants, it's a natural for me because I'm already in the marketplace. So I was able, and I knew my partner for 20 years and she, and I started a company four or five years ago and we're doing great. Fantastic. Um, but I, but the, what I look for on my list is number one, what is the involvement, engagement, and commitment of the partner that I'm investing with? They have to be all in for me. If they're not all in, and by all in, I mean, that means that, that they're mortgaging their house, that they're not taking a salary, that this is their, this is their goal. I don't mind losing money, and I've lost lots of money with companies going under, out of business. But every time that I lost it, it was my partner was losing it as well. And so uh, I make sure that that's a commitment. So that's number one. Number two, uh, if there isn't a way to have synergy with what I do for a living, because I add a lot of value, uh, I, you know, because of my speaking and coaching, I spend. So I want to add that. And the third thing that I look at is, is, is there a competitive advantage in the marketplace? If it's just first to market, I don't like that because lots of things can slow you down. So I want to know, like in Forward Tilt, my partner was in sales for 20 years. So she, had, at her previous company before we started, she was 75% of the company sales. And within 24 months after her leaving and us starting it, that company went under mm-hmm. and because she was it. So there's a competitive advantage in the marketplace because I had her. And so, and, and, uh, and in the case of Bravo that I mentioned earlier, uh, we have a patent on geo tagging money transfer. So nobody can use uh, a positional transfer of money without our patent. So, so that's what I look for. Great. And thank you for sharing that. Now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? All right. So, so I'm going to give you a number one that I'm going to steal from my, my own coach. And I believe in having your own coach. So Dan Sullivan, the strategic coach, has been my coach for over 25 years. I go to see Dan every 90 days uh, for 25 years. And he has a simple four rules. And we've adopted them. Number one, show up on time. Number two, finish what you start. Number three, oh, here we go. Show up on time. Do what you say you're going to do. Finish Finish what you start and say please and thank you. Those are the four rules. They're simple rules. And we taught my kids those, but you would be surprised at how many people don't show up on time, how many people don't do what they say they're going to do, how many people don't finish what they start, and how many people actually don't say please and thank you. So those are the four rules. Number two, I'm going to give you one of my own. It's an acronym we call LOCK, and it's LEARN. It's a process for learning. So first, you got to learn it. Then you got to own it. And by owning, it means like, I own this. So like your dad, he owns martial arts, right? He owns it. The third is to compress it. By compressing, it means no matter if it if you're as you're learning something, it might take you ten hours to do something. But when you when you learn and own it, the third is you compress it, so you should be able to do it in two hours. And the last thing, the K is kaizen. And we want you to kaizen it, which is a Japanese term for continuous improvement. So we and you can't jump any of the steps. So the first step, you have to learn it before you can own it. You have to own it before you can compress it, and you have to compress it before you can kaizen it. So that's my own, and I do some talking on that. That's a good one. 
And the third one I mentioned earlier, which is be in the game every damn day. And so if you're not in the game today, get out there and do something. I'll give you an example. I want to buy a property right now. So I'm in my car and I'm driving properties. Just do something to get in the game. Do something. Absolutely. And thank you so much for sharing that. Those are, those are great. Craig, where can my listeners learn more about you, what you do? Where can they stay informed of uh, all of the projects that you're involved with? Okay. So on the real estate side, so let me give you some, some uh, websites. The first one, you can go to uh, C2 Advisors, the letter C, the number two, advisors.com. That's our real estate website. If, uh, and from my personal side, which I, I wrote a book called The Fantastic Life. So go thefantasticlife.com and you can see my book there and you can, uh, and you can see Lifeies is one of my weekly, uh, I have a weekly Monday morning that goes out. It's a little life lesson every week and it's L-I-F-E-I-E-S, uh, lifeies.com, but it'll take you to The Fantastic Life and they can sign up to get on my blog. There and on the C2 Advisors, I have that commercial real estate. It's, a, it's called a narrative. And it can sign up on my narrative. It's bi-weekly and it talks about exactly what we're talking about for a bit of this podcast, the trends going forward. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me and coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. This has been a blast connecting, Craig. Great. Great talking with you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Thank you for joining me again on the Cashflow Ninja and thank you for all of your support. You rock. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gosh Good Newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 44. 44- Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you now can also participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions, at cashflowninja.com forward slash Life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of our lives in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies and also includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You will learn about how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Their simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Get your free copy of the ultimate guide to passive real estate investing at noradarealestate.com forward slash guide. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. (laughs) 
This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.